With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com and be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7, 365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. You know, I talked over the past year about kind of falling down this rabbit hole and discovering this place called fan fiction. I didn't even know it existed maybe, I don't know, 10 months ago. But it's, it's actually kind of a magical place. And so I wanted to know more about it. So I started asking around about how did this happen and where did it come and how do you find it and how do you get to this land called fan fiction. And everybody pointed me to one of their most favorite people in fan fiction, one of the big stars of fan fiction who's just become a fantastic best-selling uh, writer and author is Deborah Anastasia, and she's graciously agreed to join me today and kind of explain this and take us through her journey and kind of walk me through this this land called fan fiction. Thanks, Deborah, for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's well, nice to be here. So- I had to stop folding my clothes. <laughs> Get on board. Here we go. <laughs> now, did you start out writing in fan fiction, or were you writing before fan fiction, or, or, or how did your writing process start? Um, we're kind of Disney fanatics in my house. My parents worked in Disney, and that let us take our kids to Disney World every year which is so spoiled. They're not working there now, and I'm not spoiled anymore. I wish I was. Um, and to prepare for our trip, because we're such big Disney nerds, we would go to a site that did trip reports. And it was sort of just people telling you how their trip went. So you could kind of see what they ordered, where they stayed, etc. And some of them were really hilarious. And I looked at my husband and I said, I want to do one. Let's pretend I'm going to write one. And we you know, I wrote down in a notebook or everything funny I could think of that happened to us and just, you know, where we stayed, what we ate, et cetera. Got home and started writing that on that Disney website, which I eventually was banned from. But anyway, <laughs> um, and that um, sort of sparked, that was sort of true to life, funny stories. Um, and then from there, I started reading the Twilight series, which, have you read the Twilight series? No. <laughs> oh my God. I, I came to the party very, very late. I okay. got on board with Fifty Shades. Is it's kind of where okay. I, I came into um, it. And sort of Fifty Shades can have the same sort of pull, but I loved Twilight. I loved it like a teenage woman, and there was a grown woman. It was ridiculous. And I read through 
all the series. I was waiting for the last one to be printed when I started the first. And I just loved it. Um, and I went online and I sort of stalked the author. And she was talking about fan fiction of the Twilight story. So I sort of explored where it was and decided to give it a shot and see if I could write fan fiction of Twilight instead of doing these real stories from Disney. And that's basically how it started. Okay, so is is it fanfiction.com? Is that where this place starts? No, I don't know where fanfiction.com will take you. I have no idea. But fanfiction.net is oh, – okay. um, that was my home. Like that is uh, – I did a quick search because I sort of always had stories playing in my head. Just thought I was in slightly – crazy person, which is fine, daydreaming of these teens over and over and over. And um, and I just Googled best Twilight fan fiction site, and up came Twilighted. And that was listed on Google as the best one. Um, so I thought, well, if I can get a story on there, maybe I should keep writing. So that was sort of my goal. So I started to write. And what fan fiction is, there's a story. Um, Twilight in particular has lots of characters, and you know the story, you know their names, you know that Bella and Edward are going to fall in love. Fan fiction is sort of taking those names and plugging it into a new story. Fan fiction is sort of generally supposed to be, you didn't see in the book, that a different writer will do. Um, And it's for an uber fan. It's for someone that really just wants more of this story. Um, so you take the characters' names and you either extend the story, but the Twilight fandom sort of sort of saw this phenomenon of writing instead of vampires, human stories, and that's sort of where the whole ball starts rolling and going into basically writing very unique romance stories um, that all shared the same name. And so, anyone can do this. Anyone can do this. Yes, there is. Well, now, Twilight, you had to get approved. It was like a big deal. Um, But fanfiction.net, you can go on and, you know, bang your head on the keyboard and post it. That's fine. Actually, that's not true. They do have rules about, you know, there has to be words, et cetera, et cetera. But it's very user-friendly, and it encourages creativity. Um, So that's where that goes. So I basically went to fanfiction.net and started writing a story. And that particular story got very few readers and no hits. Uh, turns out I wrote an extra character into the scene that fell in love with Edward. That's like a big no-no. You're never supposed to do that. <laughs> of course, so I start off breaking rules. And, um, and then I started sniffing around the Twilight fandom and saw sort of a uh, gravitating to the rich man, sweeping the girl off her feet, spoiling her rotten and falling in love. And who doesn't love that story? We all love that story. But then I looked right. at my husband, and he looked at me, and here we are paying bills and getting the car fixed. And I thought, you know what? This love is just as important, maybe even more so, than the Thunderbolt, you know, princess-style love, because it lasts forever. So that's kind of where... Because, you know, let me think of the worst thing I can think of to bring home to your parents. Worst in quotes. thought it would be really hard to bring a homeless man home to your parents. 
and say, I love this man. And um, so that's where my Thunderbolt moment happened, and I decided to write an all-human story where Edward was homeless and Bella protects him at a train station, and then they wind up falling in love. Um, And that's the story that took off for me in fan fiction. And, you know, these readers are so incredibly um, courageous with, I mean, there's thousands and thousands of stories all have the same names. They keep it straight, they encourage you, and it's a wonderful place to get started. Right. Well, and, and, and that's what evolved into your Poughkeepsie story? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And there was so little to do with the original Twilight other than the names um, that the readers who can review, that's, that's sort of where it comes from. You write, and then these people on this site see it come up and read it. And if they like it, they review it. And they tell their other friends via Twitter and Facebook to read the story. So you utilize social media. If, and it only does well, like my first story did not do well. It just didn't. And the next one did um, because the readers told each other to read it. And then they review every chapter they review. I wound up getting millions of readers on this story um, throughout the entire world. That's crazy. What's that like, having a a story that didn't have readers and then going to millions of people reading your your, your um, story? Well, I think it was about learning to write. You know, I've never done it before. And I was, the first story I was writing what I thought I should be writing. And then the second story was just a one-off fun thing, one chapter. And I found exactly where you're supposed to write from in your body. There's like a place. And you think about it, and you really you try and convey emotions. When I basically took this love I have for my husband and put it in a story, that's when it started to resonate with other readers. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I, you don't know. Just like one song is catchy and another one isn't, we don't know what the magic is, the chemistry is for that. Um, but that was where it started, and. Um, it was it was neat to get all of these reviews because it becomes like a team sport. Writing, instead of being a solitary situation, you say your writing chapter, you tweet about it, and you get all the readers to tell you, oh, I can't wait to read it. And then you get to share other authors' stories the same way. Um, so it was a very involved fandom. What a neat way to learn how to write. It was very, very cool. Um, and And it's women being women at their best, you know, when women support each other and just keep recommending one another. It was a really amazing place to learn how to write. I, I would imagine. So it's it's mostly good feedback that you're getting there, not a lot of hate type of things coming back out of you. It, it's more, like you said, more kind of an inclusive, positive situation. But I would say about 85% is positive, amazing situation. And then there's the 15%. You're never going to make everybody happy. You never can. I mean, everybody right. can look at a picture and, you know, most people like it. But then there's someone that doesn't, and they're totally entitled to that opinion. And um, and they're encouraged to share it on fan fiction. You better un- understand that what's coming at you is they're reading your story and they're giving you feedback. And whatever that feedback is, that's your gift from them, whether it's positive or negative, to help you 
craft your next chapter or learn what works and what doesn't work. Um, but it also, I think, helps you get a thicker skin to understand that not everybody's going to like it. And that's okay, mm-hmm. too. Right, right. Well, and then within that huge fanfiction.net starts emerging then authors that kind of become well-known and celebrities, I would imagine, within the fandom. Now, we'll, we'll talk about how some of that has broken outside of fan fiction, but, but even within the, the fanfiction.net, certain authors then, because of this fan push through feedback, become bigger-named authors within that, that fandom. They, they, they take on a celebrity role within that fandom, right? I would, I would definitely say more of like a, a touchstone a place to go where, you know, everybody's, you know, sort of hooked into their Twitter or, like, I'm thinking of my friend Alice Clayton. You know, she would come on Twitter and say, read this story, and she would send a troop of readers over to a new story um, just on her recommendation, and she was pretty flawless with what she loved. So if she recommended it, you went. And it's all based Mm. on recommendations, but that, to me, is, about reading, like when someone looks at you and goes, you have to read this book, you pick it up, right? I mean, I don't know. If you're a voracious reader, you definitely want to read what someone loves. Um, And that's that's sort of it. But it's in microbursts. It's chapters. You know, it's it's just one chapter at a time or two chapters at a time um, instead of the entire story for the most part. Some some postal at once is very rare. It's usually a chapter or two. And then you wait for the next installment. It's almost like a soap opera way of writing. Right. It's very unique. Um, and I think it lends to when it's compiled into a book at the end, like there's some readers that will only read stories that are finished because it makes it super readable. You know, you just can go blowing right through it. Um, there's a few stories that I read, and I stayed up all night reading them. They were so well-crafted and boop, 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 you know, you just kept next chapter, next chapter, and it's amazing, yeah. yeah well, so is, is there a, a time limit between when you have to post the next chapter, no. or is there it just whenever no, you're... I, I have to, it's been a while since I've posted anything, maybe maybe a year since I've posted, and they've the last time I visited, there was a few rule changes, but for the most part, like sometimes when I was writing Poughkeepsie, I would do three and four chapters in one evening, um, because it was so much fun. It was so much fun to surprise the readers with, you know, here's your new chapter, oh, wait, and another one, and how about one more, you know, and it would be really fun to get into the reviews and see them being happy that they got an extra chapter. Is is fan fiction, is it is it free to go there? It is free. It is free it's to free. go there. It is free to write on there. Um, and free to read on there. Now, granted, the print is little. <laughs> There's ways to fix it, you know, but, you know, you work for it. But it's a very unique um, reading experience. Again, it's for, I think, a reader that just loves to read, you know, and can sit themselves at a computer and an iPad and just get lost in a story. Um, and with it being so vast, you sort of did have to find say, a touchstone or someone that's posting recommendations 
that you can count on because you could get lost. It's so big. It's so, so big. There's And Twilight is one tiny fandom. There's Harry Potter. There's Hunger Games. There's Fifty Shades of Grey. There's all kinds of fandoms. Wow. And then so you kind of just go to whichever one you're maybe drawn to and then start yeah. your own offshoot story from, from that. And, and maybe not even using those same characters, but, but within that yep. well, fan and then frame, I guess. The writers are so, the writers are, they're so creative. They'll take um, one character that, you know, ends up with another and put them in a love triangle they never expected or um, it would be a relationship with a man and a man as opposed to a man and a woman. You know, there's, mm-hmm. um, there's different terminology that goes along with it, like alternate universe. Um, One of the stories I wrote was an angel story where the main character was an angel, you know, not a vampire at all. That's alternate universe. Um, All all human is, there will be no paranormal elements in the story. Um, They have horror genres. They have um, angst, which is just, sad stories, but they're so well written that you just want to keep reading to see what happens to the characters. So there's a lot of... I can't read angst. (laughs) Mark that one off. I cannot read angst. (laughs) To me, I think angst has to be the hardest to read when you can't get to the ending. Um, Mm -hmm. And there there were readers that were reading Poughkeepsie that would put up pictures, you know, I can't handle the last update, you know, and it was really adorable and you and as an author, you couldn't give away the ending, so you just say, right. yeah, there, you're going to be okay, I promise. Hang in there with me. <laughs> Believe in love. Um, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, angst can be rough. Depends on your mood, I think. But I go through moods right. and fiction the whole nine yards. You know, sometimes I want a comedy. Sometimes I want a paranormal. It's, mm-hmm. I think everybody's that way. Now, so... Have you met then other authors then through this process? Do you all bond oh, yeah. as as writers and authors? You do, and um, you sort of I think gravitate to people that their personalities, just like you would in a, in a part in a room in a party, filled with people. You would gravitate towards. I would gravitate towards the people that are laughing. I, to me, if I'm not having a good time, I can't handle it. Um, you know, you gravitate towards what, you know, positive things. I like positivity. I like to see there was a group of girls that was doing a huge, you know, charity fundraisers that raised thousands and thousands of dollars for childhood cancer. That's the group I wanted to be in. <laughs> I saw their mm-hmm. names and I thought, Oh, I hope they don't hate me too much because I'm such a you know I'm I'm very out there on Twitter and Facebook. Anybody that has the misfortune of following me knows that I am a hot mess and will say whatever comes to my mind. Uh, there is no filter at all. And um, so I was like, I don't know if you know who would want to talk to this thing. And they were the best, most accepting girls in the world. And um, and I sort of just hoped that their readers and and all of us would get along and have a ball and we did we'd get on twitter and laugh and have a ball and also there was a lot of charity work involved in the twilight fandom a lot of um, compilations for natural disasters we sort of when you felt helpless 
and you didn't have a big banging, um, you know, savings account to, you know, just put money where you might want it, you could sit down and write, you know, and offer that. and Or you could just buy a $5 compilation and then the whole thing would, you know, every single penny would get sent to, say, um, Earths or the tsunami or whatever it was. And so it was a neat place to get banded together to do some good. And um, there's, a, a you know, a bunch of girls that really moved that along, and that was that was fun to be a part of. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, what I really liked about the people that, because I was kind of always in the kind of radio music communities, I gravitate towards artists too because they don't take themselves so seriously. Uh, I also gravitate yep. towards, if, I, if I'm in a room, I'm gravitating toward the music, the, the booze, <laughs> for sure, yep. and, um, and the people who are laughing, having a good time, not taking themselves so seriously. And then when I, I had read Fifty Shades for the radio. So being in Seattle, um, and, the, and the book takes place in Seattle, we were getting a lot of people coming to Seattle and asking questions about where certain things were and we thought, oh, that's weird. Why, why do people want to know? And they'd be running past you, almost following you over to get, and they'd have these shirts on that said, you know, I love Christian Grey or whatever. And we're like, who is this person? And why do they have to go to 4th Street, which is where Escala is? So I thought, well, yeah. I'll bite the bullet and I'll read the book and I'll see what's going on here. What's you know, going on? I'll, yeah. I'll take one for the team. Well, I absolutely, I lost my mind. I just yeah. went crazy. I have read that book, and this is, you know, I mean, everybody knows. I mean, I've read the book like literally I needed an intervention, and I, I had to get an intervention. I'd read it like 50, 60 times. I mean, I could still be reading and be a useless member of society just yep. in that book. I, just, I don't even know what happened. And so then that kind of led me then to searching out people like me, my little support group, who could yes. understand because in my normal world nobody would got that. Okay, they yeah, thought I just lost my mind. From. Yeah. Yep. So I had to go then to that fandom um, where I wasn't an oddball, so to speak, yes. in that. But what I found was an amazing group of women like yourself who had an open mind and were just yep. like to have a good time and were good people and um, and just were fun to be around. So yeah. that's why I, I kind of called falling down the rabbit hole because there was this kind of this magical place. Now, I have had to have an intervention, and I do have a normal life, and I have had to pull myself back out of that to some degree because yeah. – You can't just be all the time, yes. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I just can't tweet, and I just can't comment on every little thing in the whole wide world. And, you know, I mean, there yeah. are other things going on. and, and uh, uh, so, But – but it is, if, if, if you want to look for something like that, there is a wonderful, wonderful, it's a, it's a great networking place um, to meet some absolutely fantastic people like, like yourself that I never even knew a year ago were never even on my radar. And I'm just so really grateful for that. It, it, it's been a really blessing to me just with the people one after another that I've met. Not so many crazies, um, very few, few crazies, and the majority, I would say 95% of just really great, 
great people. And, and I've met them at events. They've come out to events in Seattle. They've come to the Hard Rock when I've had shows going on there. You know, we've had radio events, and, and they'll come out and turn out. Well, and, 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 and they're not. They're, they're not, like, just released from, you know, Alcatraz or any, anything <laughs> like that, you know. Yeah, exactly. That was one of the things I love, too, was just the, the, the women and some men. There's definitely some men in the fandom. Um, but they were so kind and hilarious and uh, well-read and amazing. I mean, it's, I was like, why, you know, why am I so grateful? You know, why am I so lucky to be involved with all these ladies? These are the ones I would love to have in my community so we could get together all the time, you know. Um, right. Recently I went to the book, there was a book bash down in our whole aisle were fan fiction authors. So these are girls that we've talked online for years now. And to see each other's faces was like a dream come true. You know, to be able to give them a hug and say, oh, my gosh, you're real. <laughs> you know, you really exist. And um, it was so neat. And they're so amazing in person, too. And I feel like Fifty Shades of Grey, what you got was a complete dose of fan fiction. I think it's um, one of the neatest things is how a fan fiction author will pull you into the next chapter. You close one chapter and you're into the next, and you can't wait to read it. Almost many little cliffhangers. Um, and E.L. James does that to perfection. And I think it makes a very addictive book. Um, and so that's where you, you know, you're getting pulled into that because you don't really have a choice. You've done it so well. Um, and it's sort of changed the taste, I want to say, of like the publishing world is sort of swirling around in its chair and saying, wait a minute, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to catch up. To take Poughkeepsie, what happened with Poughkeepsie, I wound up taking it off the internet, it was being plagiarized. And I had had thousands of reviews telling me, this needs to be a book, I want to hold this in my hands, this is my book. And I thought, well, this will be my journey. I'll try my best if I can get it printed for my readers. That would be neat to have on my shelf. So I tried to do it the old-fashioned way. Um, this before E.L. James had hit it big, basically, and knocked down a million doors for us authors. Um, and I must have done maybe 100 query letters, which is what an author does to try and get an agent or a publisher interested. Um, and I got rejected almost completely across the board. There was one lady that accepted it, and it turns out she was, like, completely not really with um, with us. You know, she was sort of eating toenails kind of thing. So that was <laughs> so awesome. It was all great. Thanks. Thumbs up. So I sort of given up on that and thought, well, you know, self-publishing. Now, self-publishing has gotten so much more respectable in the last few years. On the, on the edge, and I thought, well, it'll be in print, and people can can have it if they'd like. And I'd certainly like a copy on my nightstand to have for my kids someday. Um, and then I looked over, and, and Twilighted was this site that I had posted on. That was my dream site. I eventually got approved for a story there. And I thought they were very kind and very nice. And they had started sort of a publishing company separate from Twilighted. And I thought, let me go to those girls and see what they think. And, of course, they were amazing. Um, 
and it was a very comfortable place to go, very small boutique-style um, publishing company. And their focus is very much like fan fiction in that it says romance without rules, which if I'm going to get published, there has to be no rules. I break every single one that there is. Um, and they were willing to publish Poughkeepsie and Crush Seraphim and Bittersweet Seraphim. And just after Poughkeepsie had dropped is when E.L. James just broke down the doors. And I'm watching my fan fiction friend authors starting to print their books and they're getting put in Target. And it's like the things that you never thought were happening were happening. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't be more thrilled because I really felt like the – because there was no watering down part of the stories, there were very few people, let's say in olden days, when you would put a manuscript, there was maybe four or five people between you and it getting published that would tear it up, hand it back to you, tell you to rewrite it. Not that that's necessarily bad, but nobody wanted to touch my story. And I knew knew the readers would like it. There was a chance they would like it because my – fan fiction readers had liked it and told me that they believed in it. And, yeah. and, um, and, and not just a couple of them, millions, millions of them, millions and millions. There are so many, <laughs> so many fan fiction readers that, that, that put their hands on it that, you know, you can watch on your stats and you see there were countries that I didn't know existed that were reading that story. But what a unique mm-hmm. Experience this internet, this world, this exact moment is the perfect time to start writing if you ever had a dream of doing it, because this is the climate where your dreams can come true, which sounds very Walt Disney of me, but that's actually what's going on right now. Um, and so now we're dealing with stories that are so raw and so different and not getting put through a cookie-cutter mold. So I think mm-hmm. not only are the girls coming up from fan fiction giving the readers something that's really unique, like Fifty Shades of Grey, but there are also, I think, that the girls that maybe aren't coming from fan fiction are also getting a shot, you know, where they're taking shots on stories that are unique, different, have a twist, you know, right. like rules. And well, there is a... I, like a, that. Uh, I want to read the same story a hundred times. Sure. Well, there's a... Um, a, a Twitter account called Fix to Flicks. So it's fiction, you know, it's, it's short yeah. for fiction to flicks, being TV or or, um, or, or movies. movies. So yeah. when that happens, it, it's showing you that there's so much going on in that genre. So publishing has gone fishing, so to speak, in this fan fiction lake or pond or ocean. Absolutely. And so when you're seeing that, and, and now um, our, our next guest that we're going to be bringing on is actually a band called Fan Fiction. And there, there's a, re, a reality TV show called Fan Addicts, and their music, they're from Seattle, their music has been picked up and is um, on, on this show. So, I mean, it just goes on and on, but, but there's so many fan fiction fans, and now this band, which is actually a fantastic band, um, they're being heard through this, you know, genre as well, you know, many different other things. But, but when, when you see your friends, so to speak, and they're kind of being segregated out of this vast place called fan fiction and they're getting movie deals or, or different or, or, or hard book deals or, or TV deals or, 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 and people are talking to them and they're getting this exposure, what's that like? 
oh my gosh, it feels like Christmas to see them all succeeding because I've read the stories. I know that they're talented. And I am not in any way, shape, or form a professional um, editor, reader. I am just a lady who shops in Walmart, takes the kids to soccer practice, and I love to read. And I was reading these stories and thinking, my gosh, these girls are talented. This is ridiculous. Like, you know, um, reading when E.L. James was on, online, it was known as Masters of the Universe. It was sort of like a microcosm of what's going to happen. We watched on Twitter as it trended worldwide when she dropped, mm-hmm. like, one of her last chapters. And we're like, this is worldwide. I mean, what does it take to trend on Twitter worldwide? So we kind of knew she was going to be a big deal. <laughs> like, all of us ahead of time were like, that's going to do pretty good. Um, and it's neat to see it sort of following the footsteps of, of fan fiction, sort of, you know, these variety of stories um, and a tendency to, to do good things, which is another thing that came from fan fiction with people supporting charities. That that seems to be right. important. It was always important to those girls, and to see them take that yet into the next step is really neat. Absolutely, and and that's what really gives it, you know, a, a good name. A lot of times the media will take the salacious part and kind of run with that. There is a lot of really good things going on, and 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 really good people. And it it has been just a little part that I've been in there. Really amazing to watch this magic happen, like you were saying, and and, and kind of see this kind of evolving right before your eyes. And and I came into yep. it a lot later than, than than you did, who was there really from the beginning for one of these things. But it's absolutely fan, um fascinating to me and I really wanted to know more about it and I really appreciate you coming on and kind of explaining this and, and telling us how you your evolu- uh, evolution went and I encourage people if they haven't gone on um, to, to find out about you you know, probably most people have. You have millions of readers. But <laughs> they would go now to your website, right, which is DebraAnastasia.com? That's correct. Yep. It should be updated. They, I can't promise. I can't <laughs> promise that it's um, safe for work. <laughs> so make sure you're home when you try. You know, it's there, like I said, not a whole lot of filters there. Um, just putting that out there. Well, I am looking forward to talking to you on Twitter more, and I'm going to read Yay. your book, and I'm going to join in on the conversation. And, again, I just really appreciate you taking the time to, to come on and, and explain this to all of us, and, and hopefully we can participate at, at, at another level. You know, when, when you know more about things, and it just opens up and enhances that experience even more. Exactly, yeah. And you can't count on what the, the media is feeding you. find all this fun uh, down the rabbit hole stuff with you and uh, and drink some Fifty Shades of Grey wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had my fair share of that one. But that never stops me. I mean, there's always more where that came from. So, And it is Absolutely. really great wine. I, I, I do have to say the white and the red, you know, you can go to fiftyshadeswine.com. But, uh, and it's uh, available at Albertsons on the West Coast. So, But, yes, it's absolutely a, a great wine. I, I was a little skeptical if you heard the show. I wasn't sure, but uh, I am a believer. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I am a connoisseur of all things alcohol. So, um, trust me. Very good then. <laughs> yeah, I can't, right, I can't wait to try it. I think it's gonna be fun. But yes, enjoy that band because I heard them and they sound amazing. 
They are, yeah. Fan Fiction is their name, and so we're going to play a couple of their songs and, and let people know about them, and it all comes full circle today. It's all fan fiction, so all that's fan absolutely fiction. amazing. <laughs> all right, well, thank well, you thanks very much a lot. for having me. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. All right, we're going to shift gears, and we're going to talk to the band Fan Fiction. And these are the Fan Fiction. Here's your band. I'm leading you from Fan Fiction fans to the band Fan Fiction. We're going to play, let's play Redbirds by them. I'm going to be right back with them, Fan Fiction. Be right back, Fan Fiction, all day. Oh 
we're talking fan fiction today, and we want to thank Deborah Anastasia for coming on again, and I encourage you to read her book, Poughkeepsie, and follow her online. Uh, she's just a, a wonderful person. But we have a band called Fan Fiction. They have great music, and I just couldn't wait to get them on. It was a perfect fit for the show today. So I have Stephen and William on, and they're going to explain how they picked that name, Fan Fiction, and then we're going to listen to some of their music today. So thanks, guys, for coming on. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having us. Thank you. Yeah, um, well, I mean, the, the band name thing was kind of funny. It was, you know, when, when a band tries to name itself, it's, it, it can go many, many different ways, uh, like we were discussing during the break. And I, uh, we just couldn't come up with a name to save our lives. And we were getting ready to play a show, and we had to come up with a name. And um, as it turns out, my wife, uh, every night she would just sit there and read fan fiction on her iPad. I mean, she was devouring the stuff. And I, and I just was like, I don't know, let's call the band fan fiction, and and it, it just kind of stuck. <laughs> um, yeah, it's always yeah, it's always I, elusive coming up with a band name. So, yeah. you know, this was a we we thought it was a good opportunity. It sounded good, like I was telling you earlier. It's easy to say. That's a big thing. Um, if you have a band band name that's hard to say, and people are like, what, what, what's the name? Um, mm-hmm. but, yeah. That's kind of how we came, came upon it. Yeah, and are you happy with the name? Yeah, it's great. I mean, the biggest problem that we run into is that we've discovered there are at least two other fan fictions out there. Um, like One's like a DJ, I think, in the UK, and then uh, there's another one up in, like, I don't know, Minneapolis or something. So uh, we'll, we'll see if it ever causes those problems, but for now we're just going to continue on our merry way <laughs> that's right <laughs> well has has it brought you fans out of the fan fiction rabbit hole world you know I, I i don't know william i mean i know that at one point we were sort of um hooked up with a, a i know it was sort of a, it was a fan fiction group that was really i think they were more like a theater group or something we did a show with them once and that's really the only Kind of, it was it was a Buffy the Vampire Slayer kind of group. We even learned a Buffy song, the the theme song. We learned it just for them, and <laughs> they really loved that. It was it was really fun to play that too, because we're all yeah. fans of that show too. Yeah, and I think also part of the whole fan fiction thing, like with the name for us, it's also it's a little philosophical because I think in in a lot of ways, like all music is fan fiction, right? I mean, all art is fan yeah. fiction to some degree or another. And I, uh, you know, like the Redbirds, the song that you just played, our bass player actually quotes Led Zeppelin for the first part of the song. Uh, he was yeah, quoting the song "Ramble line, On," yeah. so. <laughs> You know, there's that kind of like we like to do those little like winks and nods in the music to to the bands that we love, um, and you know, of course, it makes sense that something like fan fiction would go absolutely not. I mean, fan fiction, the writing genre, would go completely ballistic on the internet and yeah. giving us, of course, Fifty Shades of Grey and things like that. Um, so never yeah, heard of it. it <laughs> Yeah, so familiarity is a, is a great thing for people, you know, with art, right? I mean, it, it's comfortable, right. it's safe, you know, it, it's not breaking too far outside, you know, where where people aren't comfortable with it, you know. I mean, we we want to make, you know, we we don't mind adding the weird in there too, and 
but it's all, for us it's good too because it, it makes us it makes us happy it makes us laugh like that Bo came up with that line at the beginning of that song and it fit perfectly but it, you wouldn't even really know it because it's a different song you know so. well you know I I think you're absolutely right and I hadn't thought of it in that way that art is kind of fan fiction at at its at its core because you are you're expressing your adoration for other things and and we do that through through music a lot, just just like you were saying. Um, and your music was actually picked up, just to keep this going full circle again, by the reality TV show Fan Addicts, which, again, <laughs> is a perfect fit for your music. And, and it, it, it sounds like you're going to be in the fan fiction realm for a long time. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a real, you know, it was another lever, you know, that fan fiction name pulled for us, you know. We, uh, you know, we got into this TV show, and three of our songs were uh, featured on three different shows. It's a show on the Reels channel on cable. It's like a reality show based on people who are, you know, really, really, like, you know, exuberant about, you know, some pop pop culture element. We were in the show Wizard of Oz and Monsters and then, I think, Star Wars. So it's all these people that were really, really into their their own type of fan fiction, fan addict, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's funny because I think Star Wars and Star Trek kind of really started that whole I, – I went to Comic-Con years ago when I was like I'm, – I'm from San Diego. Oh, so, yeah. Um, so I, I went to Comic-Con when it was like nothing but a few Trekkies and, you know, Star Wars guys walking around in a hotel room. And I, I had a friend who was when we were like 11 or 12, our parents dropped us off for the afternoon down there. And it evolved into this huge, I mean, what Comic-Con is now. And that's kind of what's happened with fan fiction. And that's why I just think it, it's so great because your music is really good. You, I mean, you, you guys are, okay. are ready. You have great music. But, but there's a lot of kind of noise and, and distractions out there that, that where people don't always kind of weed through that to get to the good music. So your name alone helps cut a lot of that out to bring people right to you. I mean, if, if you, that's a huge fandom fan fiction. And then just to automatically kind of have that tie-in with you and then have the TV show and the whole thing. I mean, it's only got to help. Yeah, it's, it's, and a lot yeah. of it is sort of, as we like to say, it's accidentally on purpose, you know? I mean, it's, uh, you know, we, these things just sort of keep uh, coming our way, and uh, we're like, okay, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, secret mm-hmm. if we're the... The mothers of invention on that, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> some of it's some of it's luck, and you know, some mm-hmm. of it's on. You know, we're really, you know, we are thinking about everything, and it is an it is an identity or a brand, if you will. You know, so. Well, we're going to play. Here we go. It's it's another one of my favorite songs, and we're going to play that, and then come back and talk to you guys some more. But do you want to kind of give us um, a little insight into that song? Here we go. I. I've listened to that song. I'm almost listen, you know, listened to vinyl right off the album. For, but I, I really do like that song. Oh, um, uh, well, you know, I, I, the, the, I was thinking about this, and I think the, the only thing I could really uh, get, you know, point to. I don't want to give too much away, but it's sort of a just a. a I would say it's like a starting over, like you're. You're, it's, a, it's, it's a narrative about starting 
just starting over and and, uh, and opening up and, and staying open. Yeah, and I would add like that song started off. It was a, it kind of it was kind of fun because when Stephen brought it in, I think we fan fiction we sort of rehearse in shifts, right? So sometimes it's just a couple of us <laughs> getting together. Um, it just depends on what people's schedules are like. But the, we had started that one. I think it was like with just like the organ, and I had a drum machine, yep. and uh, and Stephen had been like you know, oh, you know, we got to add all these other parts to it. And we're like, no, 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 let's keep it really, really simple and make it like this, I don't know, like a really exuberant pop song, like the, like the monkeys or something and like a weird version of the monkeys. And I, I think that's, you know, more, more or less what the song turned into. I mean, once you mm-hmm. kind of get a song going, it's like writing a story, you know, maybe you're writing a story that's inspired by, I don't know, one of the, you know, Game of Thrones or Twilight or what have you. But after a while, you're just going to start making stuff up. And uh, for us, you know, we might have a starting point with it, but where it ends up, you just never know. No, it's so true. I mean, it's definitely the the gestalt, you know, the, this, this band, and we've all been doing this a long time in, in our own kind of spheres and we all came together and this has all been a very, kind of open, creative process where I just kind of bring in an idea and then they kind of tear it down and then we all kind of build it back up. And so this is kind of what came out of it. Well, you know, it's wonder that I gravitated toward that because I'm a huge monkeys fan, but that was, um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a whole other story. You know, when I grab onto something, I like go all the way. I'm like, like the huge, huge fan. There's not a, a lot of things that I really gravitate towards, but when I really like it, I mean, I'm like, I'm like OCD in that. So the monkeys was like that for me. But anyway, we're going to listen to Here We Go. We're going to be right back with fan fiction. Be right back.
back with the band Fan Fiction on a Fan Fiction Day. And Stephen, what's next for you guys? Uh, well, I was going to pass it off to William. You want to go ahead with that, William? Sure. Um, I guess we've got a few things coming up. We're 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 going we're entering holiday break mode, right? So uh, we've been playing a lot the last six months, like a couple times a month, and so we're all we're taking a little bit of a breather. And then we, we start the new year playing a really cool festival here in Seattle called the, the Big Ass Boom Box. And uh, it's, <laughs> it's a free music and poetry festival that's happening uh, in, in the Belltown area of Seattle, which is, for those of you that aren't familiar with Seattle, it's downtown, basically. And uh, they've been doing this in Portland for a couple of years, and they get a huge turnout, and now they're bringing it up here. And so I'm really excited that we got asked to, to play. Um, and then I guess our plan is to – we recorded two EPs over the last few years. Um, and, you know, Here We Go was on our latest EP. Redbirds was on the first one. And now in May or June, we're going to go back into the studio and we're going to record, we don't actually even know, but at least five more songs, hopefully maybe six or seven, uh, and then we can release a full-length album maybe uh, next fall, combining everything together. So, you know, and play more shows and, I don't know, just just uh, see, see what, what dumb luck keeps coming our way. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I like that. Well, where can people um, find your music at? Yeah, um, Miss Steven, um, you can go to um, Reverb Nation, and uh, Reverb Nation is a it's like a, a, a who's who like kind of artist uh, website, musician website or band website, and um, you know bands can go up there and upload their music. It's it's a lot like. But there's a bunch of other sites out there like that. But you can go find us on Reverb Nation, look up Fan Fiction. I think there's a couple of Fan Fiction bands up there. But um, I'm sure you'll find it. And then uh, you'll be yeah, able to download reverb, songs there. It's ReverbNation.com slash Fan Fiction. And I think there are like uh, there are like five songs you can download for free, including yeah, yeah. Here We Go and, and Redbird. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, our, our own website is... Uh, it's www.fanfictionsong.com, and um, you can go there and see videos and and uh, read some news and and uh, you can't really you can't download any music from there, but you can listen to a couple songs, um, partial songs up there. But you can watch a couple videos. You can watch that we are. Or, uh, we were going to do a, a pitch for one of those. What was that thing we were going to do a pitch for? A Kickstarter. For the, Kickstarter, yeah, we, we did this little funny acoustic version of Here We Go. It's on there. You can go watch that. Um, but those are the two main places. So okay. Well, I, I noticed that you guys had been really high on the Reverb Nation charts in Seattle. I think one day I, I looked and I don't – were you guys number one? I know you were number two. You've been number three. You always <laughs> seem to be in the top five. Yeah. And, uh, um, and Seattle is really listening to your music for sure. And today – not only Seattle, but people all over the world are listening to your music. Yeah. That's awesome. I, that was kind of nice how that happened. We never really know how that happens. We're, we're not really sure. 
Uh, we, we, it's, it's very elusive as well, right, William? Yeah, <laughs> so it's, I, it's, you, you check the, the status and you're like, number two, how in the world did that happen? <laughs> That's part of the blood factor I was talking about. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've done pretty good. I mean, overall, we've been in like the top, you know, at least top 40, you know, usually. Mm-hmm. But uh, like in one or two days, it went from 30-something to like two. And we really don't know how. <laughs> so... Um, well, it's it's it's, it's, it's talent for sure because you, you guys are are really good and you, you you do have a really great sound and I've already seen people on Twitter tweeting about listening to the music on the show so I hope that you know that definitely we can send more people your way because we're all about supporting great music you know a lot, a lot of times people will say to us oh there's no great music anymore they don't make music like they used to yeah they actually do they they are making great music there's a ton of it out there yet work a little harder to find it but when that's you right. do it's magic it's absolutely magic yeah. and that's what you guys. Yeah. creating this magic. Oh, yeah, William yeah, and I are both really, really passionate yeah. about new music. And yeah. we, there's a ton of music out there. I mean, yeah. right, William? Tons. I would, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I think, like, for younger musicians, there really couldn't be a better time to totally. to be doing music. And, they, I mean, it's like, it's the, again, it's the, the fan fiction, you know, literary genre holds up here as well for, you know, uh, that analogy holds up because you've got you know, all this tons of access to music. Like there's a website for the garage band, you know, which is on your iPad and on your Mac and the, these people can write songs and just post tracks on the garage band. And then somebody from who knows where will just download the tracks, add their own, load them back up. You know, I mean, there's, that stuff is everywhere and it's, there's so much of it. It's hard to really stay on top of it, but you know, thank goodness for, services like you know spotify or um pandora or even like groove shark where you can yeah. ferret out things that interest you with relatively yeah. easily i think um you just, once you know where to look you're like why didn't i look here before <laughs> yeah you gotta work a little bit but it's out there and you know. right Absolutely. That's exactly what I tell everyone. It, it used to be force-fed to us through radio. They used to say, you know, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. Well, now that's just a short playlist. It spends all the time the same, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine songs all the time. So it's really up to all of us collectively, just like they're doing in fan fiction, um, is to say, listen, this is really good, and have those voices out there that, 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 that people can respond to, to listen to great music, and that we can kind of dig this music up and put it out there for everybody and and it is there this great music we, we we're showing it to you here day after day after day after day and and, and there's many more places like that and 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 it was such a, a joy to come across you guys and and to have that that music and then to be doing a fan fiction show was it, it couldn't have been better i mean it was absolutely meant to be the, the whole way around and i'm i'm a fan i'm going to be you know I've, I've got everything you got i'm going to be continuing to stay up with you guys i want to see you guys live as well and it's always it's, it's always fun to support live music well, let us know Lori, when you come out we'll put you on the list <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh i love her I'm a list girl. I, I love to be on the list. <laughs> All right. Great. All it right, sounds guys. more glamorous than it actually is. It is. That's right. <laughs> it sounds more glamorous right. than it actually is, but that's, but still, yeah. I do like it. I do like a good list. <laughs> right. Well, thanks, All right, Lori. Guys, well, thanks for coming on. on. Hey, well, I'm, I'm going to let you uh, pick the last song. Do you want me to play front? Street lover, or yeah, um, front seat lover, front, front seat lover, or 
little spinner or out like a light? Uh, I'm going to – my vote is for either front seat lover or uh, out like a light. Steven? I'll go for I'll go for front seat lover. That's a All different right, front lover. Yeah. All right. Front seat lover, that's the one that, that I deep down wanted because it just sounds good. Um, but a back seat lover, not really a front seat lover, but let's hear how the song goes. Uh, I'm sure well, it's great. One, one, one uh, quick thing about that song before, uh, before you play it is, so we're big fans of a band that was from uh, Memphis called Big Star, and they're hugely influential on a lot of, like, Bands uh, that are, that play music like ours, and they have a song called "Sitting in the Back of a Sitting in the Back of a Car," and so this is kind of our response to that song. <laughs> All right. Uh, All so, right. Yeah. Go to their music and support these guys. They are doing really great things for pennies, literally pennies. You can be supporting great music. It costs money to put great music out there, and, and it, it costs so little to support it. So thanks, guys, for coming on. This is Front Seat Lover. Thanks Thank for you. Us. You're
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.